You know how much I love attention, man. This is torture. This is torture. All right, so here we are. Uh, this is episode twenty-one. Twenty-one. What's your what? What would what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the number twenty-one? It was a long time ago, Matt. <laughs> I can't think that. I, I guess I had my first beer around that time. I don't really know. I don't. I can't think that far back anymore. It's, those days are gone, and the more I keep drinking, the less I'll remember. <laughs> so I just was thinking blackjack. Blackjack. Okay. What do you think of? Uh, I thought of football because it's like, you know, seven, seven, seven. Ah, know? okay. But, uh, you know, 20, actually the, the age to drink is probably what I should have thought. Isn't that 21 weeks left till Christmas break for oh, school? There, it might so be that might too, be, yeah. might be pretty getting close. So we're back here with episode 21. This is... Well, we're actually in our backyard. We, oh, yeah. This today, is the first one we've done in the backyard. First one we've done outdoors. So if you hear a little outdoor noise, roll with it. Uh, we did one in the car on the road trip. And now we're doing one on the back porch. And we are with a very special guest today. <laughs> I don't know about special. My coworker, and more than anything, my friend, Bob Ohanian. And I was just telling him, congrats on Teacher of the Year. And he, he gave me a, a oh. What does that really mean? Wow. Yeah, well. I won by default. Nobody else wanted it, so they said you get to do it. You <laughs> got to write that long that letter false. about why you wanted to do That's it. That's false. So, um, better lucky than good, I guess. So we were really like we're back to school. We finally got to have a kind of normal-ish type day. We got to see each other in the hallway this morning, exchange a few laughs, and then we decided we were going to have a happy hour on the back deck. And I'm in. Then we kind of got it plugged in my mind once we started the podcast. It was like at some point I got to have Bob on. What better time? So. This episode, I already have the name for it. Um, this we're creative moonlighting, and it's all about it's all about uh, people who are doing their creative projects, sort of when they're not at work, nights and weekends under the moonlight. That's the whole concept. Um, the thing that's not you know common to to artists of any kind that I that I know of is to think in numbers and money and to be able to think ahead to go, Hey, let me be practical about this. Most of, most of the artists I know are willing to just sort of live hand to mouth maybe forever, which is noble enough, I guess. But I feel like I've also known many of them. They hit a certain age and they go, why didn't I ever stop and just have a second thought about how to maybe it's not a rule that just because you're an artist, you have to be starving. That's not a rule. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, trope, but it doesn't have to be that way. Well, I guess it depends too, man, on where you're at in your life. I mean, as you get older, you start asking about family. You start thinking about what's it going to cost to have a home. We have kids. Kids on average cost about $15,000 a year. That's a good number they use. As they get older, the phones are going to take that number up. It's a much a lot more. <laughs> um, but I guess what you got to ask yourself is, you know, what are your goals? You got to have some financial goals before you can really start saying to yourself, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. Everything has a cost now. All right. The cost of living, the, the disparity between what people are earning today versus what things are costing. School today is a great example of that. School for me back in the 90s was going to cost $40,000 a year. Today, that number is closer to eighty to 100000 oh, Okay. And so, but if you look at the cost of salaries, of what people are making today, 
they're making close to 20 to 30 percent less. In other words, they're not keeping up with the costs of, 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 living. Li of living to what the salaries need to compensate for those costs. So hence the reason why, you know, Sally May, Fan Freddie Mac and all those loans that are coming out, they're tied in close to colleges. They're the ones making the money because colleges are on average one out of every two almost are getting a loan for some amount of money. Okay. So, you know, things aren't, things aren't free out there. Yeah. No, yeah. And that is, that's another thing that, well, first off, I want I bet listeners could uh, take a wild guess on what Bob teaches. In oh school. yeah. Okay. So yeah, we <laughs> haven't introduced what subject, but we'll give you three seconds. Two, three. I bet you guessed math. And if you did, you're damn right. Or they could have thought economics. Yeah. Right? Oh, well, we're middle school. So, yeah. But if we were high school, he could easily teach that. Now, the title of this episode is going to be The Art in Math. And not that you never hear that said that way. You never put it that way. But there is an art to anything. We've made that point on the podcast before. And we want to talk to you today, Bob, about the art of math. I, and I, and I, the reason why I say that, I know it comes a lot of the math comes from the money standpoint. Um, and it's mainly because I remember the first day I met you, actually, I met you, I, I met you when you got hired, but I went to a, a happy hour with just you, me and Marty Linville. Oh, wow. That's right. How yeah. long have you been? At that the was at now? the uh, mushroom. When did yeah, the yeah, mellow mushroom. The mellow mushroom. Oh my oh, gosh. Man, that Would sounds you? like y'all were at a dangerous Oh my place. gosh. That and, was a long, that yeah. was four, over four years ago. Oh and we God. got into a little conversation at that time because I remember I was wow, thinking, I don't, remember that, I don't want to, you know, what be caught memory. up doing this same like rat race forever. How can I start to maybe get ahead a little bit, just a little bit? I don't need to be, I'm not trying to be greedy and take more than my share or whatever, but how can I get ahead? And I, I, I remember we talked for just a little bit and I could tell immediately you had some knowledge in that particular arena that I had no clue about. I don't know that I have. Well, this is my background. Is yeah. my, my degree is in um, finance and marketing, um, and I've been doing that for years. I worked as a um, with Marathon Oil and, and Petroleum with um, uh, Pipeline and things like that. Then got into uh, procurement with different grocery and convenience stores. But my passion's been um, investing. Uh, I've learned a ton of, of. I've got a lot of family who's been brokers. Uncle, my father. Uh, other people have been brokers in the company, but I, I or in the my life. But I learned a little bit about, I guess, the fear for a failure or fear of being poor was my big move. So I started learning a lot about financing, um, how to make money in the market, and so I just began slowly, just learning a little bit what what it really is investing. And so many, so many people don't really understand. It's not just for the rich. It's not just for people that have money. Um, you can start with really small, $50, $100. There's things out there. If you just do indexing funds, I mean, some real basics, you can make decent money. You can make 10% of your money, 12. The average return on the S&P 500 for the last 12 years is anywhere between 10 and 12%. Now, anybody can get 10 and 12% on their money right now. Is I mean, if you do the law or the rule of 72, 72 divided by 10% that's 7.2 it takes you 7.2 years to double your money. Okay. So just think about that. I mean think about what it takes to do that. And in 7.2 years that's not really that long especially Well the average person at 25 years at 25 years of age think about that. It's 7 years tw think about that. 3 21 by the time they're in their late 40s 
they'll have tripled their money exponentially, not just triple from where they're exponentially make their money. And so what you're really doing is, and what I've learned, and I've, I've learned this kind of the hard way, I was a big stock investing guy, and I still am, just one stock at a time. Yeah, we talk stocks all the time. I, I really believe that there's a lot of good indexing out there. Vanguard and Fidelity have some really good total stock market index. Uh, FSAIX, I believe, is the symbol for Fidelity's. Um, right now, it's sitting at 10%, and everybody is sitting there going, well, I wouldn't invest right now because is, look what COVID did. Yeah. But it's cheap right now. No, even it's better, Denise, is the fact that if you take March twenty-eighth, uh, thirtieth, somewhere when the market tanked, and that's when COVID came out and said all hell's breaking loose. Um, I went in and started buying stock then. Stock market went down close to 18, 20% within about two weeks. And NASDAQ went down uh, not quite that much, obviously, but they're they're big into technology. Um, I bought things like Qualcomm, Starbucks. Verizon, Apple, um, Amazon. Um, if you think about it, did you way, buy into Zoom? Uh, no, I did not buy Zoom. Why? Uh, because I didn't think Zoom was a long term. If you can believe it, uh, I thought it more of a fad than oh. anything. Not that it's. Uh, and was it? it? Well, you don't is, know yet. Don't well, know yet. time will tell. Months. Well, here's yeah. my thought. I don't believe this whole thing is going to last forever. If you go back and to look at SARS and all those things, SARS is H one N one. Those things lasted about two years, Spanish flu. So it depends on what school you're in. I mean, it could be right or wrong. But um, I believe people will go back to some sense of normality. And what does that look like? Maybe to the eyes of the beholder. But I think that things will return to 80 90% of normality. People are saying that everybody's going to work out of their home. Or people are now at home. My wife works in commercial real estate. She's got about 10%, 20% back on campus in a million square foot area. Um, I don't believe humans are creatures of isolation. I believe we're creatures of, of socialization. I think we'll eventually get back to that. Now, will it go back to where it was at? I think we've moved forward about eight to 10 years. Well, not that long, probably five to seven years, uh, technology. Um, but I, st yeah, did, I yeah, still that believe was, that. That was an interesting thing, you know, just the idea that, that, um, something like this, pushes you, it sets you back, but it pushes you forward at the same time in, in some ways, right? Well, it, it, certainly. And I think the problem is going to be, or the issue is going to be is what is, what is the real normal look like? And everybody keeps using that word normal. I don't even know what the hell that well, means. What's going to be a new... A normal doesn't mean yeah. shit. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. I think the fact is this, what, what are people going to be comfortable with? That's a better word to use. Yeah. And I think, again, look at where we're at now. Two months ago, I wouldn't be sitting here within six... 10 feet. Of I know. Guys. Yeah. And we now, now we're six feet apart and we're, we're still doing our social distancing. But I, I believe that if you, if you believe anything, um, when you invest your money, I invest in the economy. I believe the economy, I believe in science. Yeah. There'll be some type of solution to all this COVID stuff, but look at companies are resilient. The Microsoft's of the world, um, the, the Google's, all those are going to continue to do well. But for the average investor, the best thing to stick with is just good index funds, ETFs. So what is that? Uh, ETFs, just to clarify it. For there's a difference between ETFs and mutual funds. Mutual funds are companies, if you can, if you can picture this, uh, let's say you want to buy a company like uh, Apple, and it's a technology company, and you want to buy some Microsoft. Again, another technology, but a different 
segment of technology. You want to buy all these pieces. The ETFs allow you, and mutual funds, allow you to have a piece of each. Mm-hmm. But so it's a the, combination thing. You basically got a combination of a pool uh, yeah. of all these okay. different stocks. But the ETFs allow they trade like a stock. Mutual funds trade on net net asset value, which is settled at the end of each day, and that's based upon the company what they've done and what they've what wherever their stock price it is at the time. Um, I like the ETFs because they trade like stocks, um, but again. Regardless of which one you go into, it doesn't. Everybody wants to tell you one or the other. You're not going to lose in any one or the other. If I showed What's you the ETF, mean what does it actually stand? Uh, ETFs, it, it's they're a passively managed fund. Okay, these are these are a passive. They're almost robo invested. In in other words, they're okay. Let's take um, let's take total stock market index fund. Okay, let's take total stock market ETF. This is um, from Many companies have it. Vanguard's got it. Fidelity, if you want to quiz me on all their numbers or their letters that go with it, I can't tell you. Mm. But um, like FSAIX, I know that there is, that's Fidelity's. Those are... Like I have take, AXA. Okay, so take 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 the, the, the total 500, total stock market, okay? Take the 500. They're market cap weighted. And what market cap means is the capitalization is based upon the total stock market or total stock outstanding times the stock market price. And that tells you the total stock market capitalization and they are weighted heavily. So let me tell you this. Here's the bottom line. The 10 top 10 um, stocks that make up Vanguard's, Fidelity's and everybody else's are still the same big boys you've all heard. You've heard of Microsoft, you've heard of Facebook, you've heard of um, Apple. Apple. Keep going. You said Qualcomm. Netflix. Qual- now, Qualcomm's not one of them, actually, wow. but that's a that's a what? great company with 5G. But you've got all the big boys in there. Everybody has the same big boys. Mm. And as, as they go, so does the whole stock market. So okay, there's so- a part of that, too. And, and just so we, just so that, because I know we, there's a whole probably four year college degree in your head as far as being able to teach that kind of thing. Not really. Um, but but well, you do read a lot and you're con I mean, you are constantly reading. I feel like every day I talk to you, I go, well, I'm and actually I've had, a, I've, I've written it on my list of things to do. Some days I go, all right, I'm going to check out my news on my Robin hood. And then I'm going to go talk to Bob and just talk to Bob for 10 minutes and see what Bob has to say. He's going to tell you whatever the newest thing is. And I promise you not one time has ever gone by where you didn't tell me whatever I had just read in a headline or something further beyond that to say, watch out for this, watch out for that. And you've been right. So if you were a brand new investor, say you know nothing about the stock market, you know nothing about investing in really anything. But as you said earlier, I want to go back to something because it is relatable, especially to artists. Um, If you only have 50 or 100 bucks to deal with today, what could you do with your 50 or 100 that an artist probably isn't going to do with their 50 or 100 that, that might start? Yeah, you a, probably might, would double, that, triple, quadruple yeah. your money where they don't. Know uh, you do. know, everybody, everybody, you know, it's funny. In the 90s, I remember um, I started getting really heavy into investing. I just got out of college not long. I mean, if you, I started making money and I was lucky enough to, have to be able to save money. Um, everybody looks like a genius when the market's going up. Everybody does. And everybody can say I'm a genius. And anybody that tells you they got all the answers, stop listening to them now. Right. They don't. They don't have the answers. So that's um, a good rule. That's a, that's um, a nice rule. 
uh, what's a good company? Um, if I were to, if I were investing today, and you had and I had five hundred bucks right yeah. now, I had five hundred yeah. to start VTSAX. X yes, VTSAX Vanguard Total Stock Stock Market Index. This is a company that that spreads it everywhere. And if you mm-hmm. just take it, just take it and chart it. You can watch it. It almost I don't want to say you can't lose money. You will in the short term sometimes. Okay, right now the Nasdaq is taking a hit. Nasdaq is predominantly technology stocks right now, but you will lose money or you'll look like it on paper because it's pulling back. But if I take you back to pre-COVID, March 30th or March 25th or whenever it all happened, if I take you back to that time frame and I move you forward to right now, I will show you that you have lost nothing. I will show you where you've mostly, if you stayed in those, all those up so and downs and that down. you did, you now have a straight line oh. and you have now ticked where you were originally. Oh. All you need to do is look at it. TS, just look at what I told you and, and you'll see that it will have leveled itself right back off. So an index. An index spreads your risk. you have, yeah, you put in a hundred dollars and then they. It's the best way to invest. And then they will just distribute it in different. It's passive oh, investing. Okay. It's passive investing. The objective of those, if I were to look up right now, here, I'll look it up here. I'll tell you right now, VTSAX, I'll tell you exactly what it says. This fund seeks to track the performance of a benchmark index that measures the investment return of the overall stock market. The fund employs a passive, remember I said passive, yeah. a passive management approach designed to track the performance now of the s and Now, what is passive uh, invest or passive? It means you spread it out thin to everywhere. Okay. You that spread it sense. to everywhere. It's almost like you're playing, it's, you, it's like you're in Vegas and you're playing a table and you have a I'm going to play all 50 chips, tables. So, yeah, I'm going to win at least one chip out of all that's right of them. okay so it's, i got gotcha. it, so it, it's a it's a very low risk and and overall and just so that pe- people who are listening just to get an idea of you as a character would you class i know how to classify you i think but would you classify yourself as more conservative or more risky much more conservative i'm in those index funds i do use those but i do do the other half of my investment is in stocks I, I, I grew up in the stock market world with a bunch of, uh, like I said, with my uncle being a big broker, and I, I was very close to my uncle. Um, and so I probably invested more in stocks. Had I could go back 20 years ago, I'd have probably gone, I'd have broken even. I'd have been about the same as I had done passive investing. The VTSAX is the world, the VFINX. Uh, these what are about all- the FU6? <laughs> F U S U yes yes S E X yes I remember you breaking yes. down. <laughs> they're all in the same boat, but they, if you look at all of these, all of these funds, that's funny, Matt. <laughs> if you look at all of F U, it was F S U S E X. Yes, yeah. I remember. Yeah. If you look at all of them, they spread the risks so much. It's for the average Joe. It really is, so you can get into it. Um, but the bottom line is to save regularly. People ask. How much should I save every month? How much should I do every week or is it every paycheck? On how much you make? Or what save is as much as you can as often as you can. Okay. Because there's going to be days in your life and months, leaks that you may not have a job. Something may happen. You want to transition. I changed from business into education. Holy crap. I cut my salary in half. Yeah. But have you ever gone? I don't. This is me anticipating. But have you ever gone without work over the course of your when I went back and got my master's in education, oh, yes, okay. I went for two years, but I did some work and 
inside the university. Mm-hmm. Well, I bet I made I bet I made no more than ten grand that one year, mm-hmm. and I can't mm-hmm. imagine. But I was lucky to have outside income that was. Mm-hmm. So I just producing. want to clarify and say that because I feel like it's worth clarifying, I, and this is something that people I do, I think that people who from an outside perspective, looking in on people who have made money with the stock market or been smart with their, their, you know, bank accounts or whatever, you either assume luck or you assume they took a high risk and, and, and um, maybe they knew something you didn't, but, but, but what you just said was there was a simple rule, save as much as you can. That's a, that's a simple rule that you nobody, can't. it's like a boring rule kind of. Well, you but. can't invest. <laughs> you can't invest, Matt, unless you save. Okay. There we step go. step one: save. If you're a spender and you you go beyond your means, there's a thirty thirty three rule that says you should spend no more than thirty percent of your gross income on a home. You should spend no more than 30, you should put thirty percent down on your pay on your house. So think about that. If you're making a hundred percent, hundred. Try it again. If you make a hundred thousand dollars a year combined with your spouse, you should spend more no more than three hundred thousand on a home. You should spend no more than ninety thousand then on a mortgage. Okay, so now the question is, where in Austin are you going to buy a house like yeah. that, right? Yeah. So you've got to begin to, and it's hard because then you see your friends doing it, and and it's really easy to get the uh, four letter word, yeah, four letter word, envy. Yeah. And so you got to be really careful that you're yes. not trying to keep up with the Joneses, and you got to live within your means. And as soon as you go outside that. You have gone down a path that's very dangerous. And but if you can inter, if you can invest, if you can invest in intervals, and and just be disciplined, I'm telling you, it's not hard. I'm telling you the stock, the the, the some of the ETFs I've, I I can give you a ton of them. But I, I have I've been as decent as investing in stocks. I've lost money in stocks. But when you get if you really want to get detailed really detailed. And if you want to get into stock picking, you got to do a, what I call um, investing in stock ranges. For example, um, let's pick a stock, uh, any stock, Marathon Petroleum. Not Oils are out of favor. People hate them. Um, but you're big in oil. You, you, I was, and yeah. I, I've scaled back probably close to 40 or 50% over the last seven to 10 years, just because there's been such a, a dislike of them. Interesting enough, people Still drive cars and and still have uh, still use use electricity and they things like that. They still fly places. They still fly. Imagine that. Jet fuel. Yeah, so, a pandemic. I mean, I, I get social investing. I get it. Social investing is huge. Yeah. Social social investing is very big now. People are getting in, and, and if you want, I can give you a ton of those. But um, what, what what give me? Well, just tell me first of all the definition of social, social. investing is things like solar. Okay. You want to invest in solar. Yeah. You want to invest in some of those? Yeah. Uh, Nextra Energy. Mm-hmm. Nextra Energy is a company that is big into solar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't invest in them. Um, it's more, I believe those things are coming though. Yeah. We are going that route. Yeah. I mean, yeah. be prepared for it. It's so, coming. And I want to be clear don't about fight this it. because I know I've heard you say oils many times and I want to get back to where you said, I know oils aren't hip or cool right now, but, and, and I want to get back to the dot, dot, dot of that. But, but, um, I've never thought of you as being anything but reasonable. You're not a guy that's on one side of the fence that is going to preach this one thing and only this one thing forever and ever. 
You are a guy who watches both sides of the fence and you watch what's happening ahead of you. And it seems to me that you're not, you're not, your allegiance is nowhere. Your allegiance is basically that what's the smartest move I can make today. And so what you end up doing is you go, okay, make a statement like that. Today I'm in oils. I'm not saying it's not going towards solar or social investing, but for now, I'm still here. Now go to your back. And it, okay. So, yeah. so I have switched a little bit. I still keep my big oils integrated. They continue to pay great dividends, uh, paid for my school. So I, I can't complain about that. But then you start shifting a little bit. I still believe energy is still going to be around a little bit. Uh, we don't have anything that's cost efficient quite yet. Uh, and that's solar or? I know. I'm talking about companies like Parsley Energy. They are very careful on their. Um, are they uh, oil or? They're, they're oil, but okay. there are. Um, boy, there's so many. That's a whole another animal. Actually, you know what? That's a huge I animal. Them. I bought them. Parsley. Yeah, I have some. Uh, you I and I had talked about Parsley back on a while Robin ago. Hood. Yes, yes, you did. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm glad you did. So when it went down to around nine, I bought some at nine. I think it went up to ten. I think it came down to nine fifty now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know that's a low enough. You can play those. But when you when you if you really want to get into stock investing and even indexing, um, here's 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 my method. Now people can argue with it all day, um, but I'm right. I, it works. It's worked for me. <laughs> Um, I play ranges, for example. Um, okay, we'll stick with oils because it'll probably take somebody off because they hate oil. Um, and I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't love oil. I yeah. just like, I just don't want like to be poor. Return. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> greedy yeah. in some form or fashion, I guess. But uh, Marathon Petroleum went up to 36. It's gone down to today. I think it's around 30. Um, what's today? The 11th? Take a look at it. See if I'm right. Shit, today's September 11th. Yeah, I'm yeah. right though. It's around it's around 30. Um, I will play that thing in the range. I believe it's now down the low of its range. I'll buy a few hundred shares. That's another piece of how I invest. I don't invest the same way with everything. I have a conservative side and I have a little bit more aggressive side. So I'll buy three or four hundred shares. It's only about 12 grand to me. It's not a lot of money. Um, it may be to some, but to me, it's not, and it's it's not a snotty approach. It's what I do. Well, it's just, like I said, it's, and I it's said your math. That's so math. <laughs> I, I believe I'll play it for a buck or two. Uh, oil in 2021. If you read the oil, damn, I can't remember OPI. I believe it is. They are believing that oil uh, demand will go up. I mean, Warren Buffett said it right. I mean, be fearful when others are greedy, and be greedy when others are fearful. I mean. I, I I believe oil will pick up, which means it will pick up based upon airlines will pick up, travel will pick up, uh, cruise lines will pick up. This isn't going to last forever. And if you think it is, you can't think short term. If you think short term, you're going to go into a hole and you won't invest. So, What's the range? I'm curious. Okay, so you said okay, 36 so, to 30%. Okay, so 36, thir no, no, that percent, I'm sorry, 36 to 30 it's been trading in that range. If you pull up Marathon Petroleum, MPC, um, I'm just using a stock. I'm not saying sure. that's the best yeah. one to use, but MPC is trading between 36. Today, it's it's 30. Well, if it goes up 20%, you made six bucks, you're back to its high. To me, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to play that a little bit. I'm willing to play the fact that Marathon Petroleum just sold their convenience store business to 7-Eleven. Um, which is Japan based, and they're going to sell. They've sold that. That's going to generate uh, sixteen to twenty billion dollars, and so that money is going to. That's not only going to secure their 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 dividend, 
but it's going to secure a couple years of financing. Now, what's going to happen inside? Um, it's, it's, again, this is another animal. You're going to start getting into spreads with crude oil. And, and, and it's looking pretty tight right now between the cost of crude and what you can sell it for, which you can refine it for and then sell it for. Um, but to me, the range between 36 and 30, I believe there's upside. I believe there's a 10 to 15% upside there without a problem. So hmm. if I can get 10%, that means I can get three bucks a share. You buy four or 500 shares, I just made $1,500. Now, will that happen within three to six months? Yeah, I believe it will. I think by the, especially by the end of, it might be, it could be six to 12 months, but I believe if, if all else holds true and the demand picks up, I think by the middle of next year, within the next six to nine months, I think you'll see that kind of stock be around 34 to 36. And if you're sitting there investing right now and you're going, well, I can't wait that long, then you shouldn't be in the market. You should be in a total stock market index mm -hmm. and let the rest of it run. Mm -hmm. So that's why so indexing fund is the way to thoughtlessly go. Thoughtlessly do it. You get in the right spot and then and then you trust and go. That's right. Index fund is like I said, passive. What does that mean? Passive means it's hands off. Yeah. I'm I'm giving it to a, a computer to generate it and for I'm me. And I'm gonna go to sleep. And, and I'm gonna sleep and go How find. long do you leave index funds? Typically? Index funds you should leave anywhere between three to five years. Okay. Because Good to that's know. gonna take because that's what my AXA is. <laughs> because I know I, 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 I know what, I, well I know what you're in. Yeah. Because he showed me that about yes. a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, um I remember seeing yours actually Denise yeah. and I was going, whoever I said if Denise did this, she's pretty sharp. I adjusted it our, slightly. Our, but... our buddy Alex, uh, who is a stockbroker. Oh, did it? I looked at that. I was looking at yours, man. And you're like, Oppenheimer. Yours is, I said, yeah. yours is, yours is <laughs> laden with fees. <laughs> I don't know dog. if I, I, I don't think it's awful, but it's not what I would be in. But then I saw hers. I'm going, I got to put my ego aside. That one's pretty good. She did a good <laughs> job. And, and it's funny because you said your, your friend did that. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Somebody knows what they're doing. Well, I want to go back to something because you, you, <laughs> you did you actually did an active calculation where we could all hear you do it. I wasn't able to follow it entirely. I'm not sure that your average listener would be able to follow it entirely, but you, you laid out about like, let's say if you're a pool player, I'm going to just try to create a metaphor here. If you're a pool player, a decent pool player can shoot the ball in the hole. Mm -hmm. A great pool player can plan for five shots ahead and shoot all five of those shots in the hole. And it sounded like that's kind of what you were doing. You, you said, well, and, and I, I wish I had the quote in my head, but you said, well, I was thinking about this. Blah, blah, well, blah, even blah. just now when you were and talking about you, the 7-Eleven, you know, yeah, that's a Japanese-based exactly. company. Well, you did two and things then, right there. You said, first off, they, they're, this is a 7-Eleven. That's one fact I didn't know. Secondly, that's a Japanese-based. Second fact I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, that all There's of it There's a lot made of facts sense. that you know that I just don't know. And the, and the, and you add them together like a little calculator, like it's reading, Matt. I just yeah. read a lot. I know Marathon Petroleum. If I listen, if you own a stock, you should be prepared to do one to two hours of reading a week on it. Okay, you That's should not own, you should not own a stock Basics. if you do not read on it. If not, then if I say to you today, hey, you know, GE sitting around five ninety or six dollars a share, six ninety five a share, buy it, and you go buy it, then why don't you just go spend. The roulette wheel. Uh huh. I mean, you're not so, doing it. Okay. You got to, you got to, yeah, you're you gotta, just relying on somebody so else. You got to do, do your work. own homework a little bit because what's going to generate that? If, if this is a whole nother show, Matt, but if you want to get into <laughs> an analyzing a stock, 
you better look at a lot of things. You need, well, not a lot, but I look at step number one, price to earnings ratio, the price of the stock to the earnings of it. That's really important. And price, if it pays, least clarify if I know what that even the means. The price of the stock to the earnings per share. So if I say a company is earning $2 a share and they're charging me and their price is, and the price of the stock is four. Okay. So I'll I just take it. the price divided by the price of the stock divided by the earnings. Okay. That's $40 a share divided by $2. That's 20. So now what does that what does that price to earnings mean? Well, it, it, it means different things to different Cla- sectors. To clarify just on the on a basic level, price of the stock I get. Okay. Earnings, is that earnings for them Let's per stock the, or is that earnings for me per, no, per it's share? It's the earnings per share. Okay. So, so if what I say I this get. It will know it's earnings per the share of the stock that you do own, okay? Okay. So if a stock own if a stock like um I don't know, pick any stock. Say I just used 40 because I thought it was a nice, easy round number. Yeah. 40. And let's say the earnings per share. So if I take this big earnings, let's say there's millions of shares out there. And there's millions of dollars they earned. If I break it all down, that $40 share or that $40 price of that stock earns $2 per share. Okay. I divide that price of the stock of 40 divided by the earnings of $2 per share, and the price-to-earnings ratio is 40 divided by 2, which is 20, okay? The average utility stock, what's a utility stock? And all these things beg another question, I guess, but the a utility stock are things like American Electric Power, anything that's generating electric right now. American Electric Power, um, Southern Company, which, if I might add, um, is the NHL uh, Seoul uh, Electric Company? Hmm. Um, so you got Southern, you got AP, Who's you got Con Ed, you've got all these. Any anytime you flick on the switches, it's a it's a power company. Those companies are around a sixteen to seventeen traditionally sixteen to seventeen price to the earnings ratio. Okay. Okay. So right now, Southern. Let's pick Southern. Okay. I said Southern to you. A uh, Southern company is a certain, like in Florida, they have different areas of which they support. The reason people flood to utility companies is they're pretty consistent. They always generate, I mean, they have projects going on. They can make so much money. They're, some of them are in regulated areas. So regulated areas mean that the government said you can only make so much money. You can only price so much. So these companies say, okay, I'm going to make this. Well, the average is about 16 to 17, uh, 17 price to earnings ratio. Right now, they're around 22 or 23. The big boys are like Duke Energy, uh, Southern, uh, Dominion, American Electric. These are big companies that are solid financial companies that people flock to in times of concern. In mm-hmm. other words, a concern of when things start to go down, it, people go, you know what? Let's go conservative. Boom. And here come the, the utility companies. And do these shoot up during, say, a natural disaster like a, a hurricane or anything Not like that? Not necessarily. That's short term. People have learned over time. Maybe 20 years ago they would have. Okay, that's people have learned over time <laughs> that um, like the recent hurricanes that hit, um, I can't tell you a ton who own, who's in the Lake Charles and some of those areas. 
but it's short it's, term. It's short term. It's, it's short like term. Zoom. It's like Zoom for COVID is the way you Well, I know. I, I'm not a big Zoom fan because I'm thinking of all these other companies that are out there right now that compete with Zoom. Yeah. But, but right now, Zoom's doing really well. I mean, yeah. they're doing very well. Um, but I still believe that this isn't going to last forever. Us sitting in here with masks and things like that isn't going to last forever. It's not. We're social creatures. It's yeah. not. And And as hard as this is right now, I think within the next 12 months or so, I think it's going to change. And when it changes, companies that are stay-at-home companies, who are the stay-at-home companies? The cloud companies, cloud um, cloud or, or companies where you store, do all your storage. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna, no, I nobody can, understands the cloud. Okay. So, I mean. Um, <laughs> I know, but we've, you've told me this before. The stay-at-home companies are going to feel a little bit of more. Okay. Here's here's a good one. B&G Foods. B&G Foods. Um, they're um, ah, God, who are they? Not uh, Jolly, oh, Bird's oh, Eye, the, Jolly Green are they Giant. Blue Chef? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Ortega. Like, they're Ortega. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they're uh, I think it's not Bird's Eye. It's the Green Giant. But all these stay-at-home companies that are like the used one that made to, the green beans, like Jolly Green Giant. All the things that are stay-at-home, like them, are going to eventually. The concern is going to be how can how far can they go, Conagra. Uh, Unilever, all these stay-at-home companies, how long can they go? Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how, how far they can go. Right now, they're starting to plateau, which means Wall Street believes that they are hitting, there's more downside than upside to these companies, which again, I go right back to the indexing. If you're going to be a, a person who said, I don't know what the hell he's been talking about for the last few minutes, <laughs> then, then you get into the, the, the indexing funds. Get into the total stock no market. Brainer. Those are the ones that they do the managing for you. And they're weighting the uh, groups for you. And I mean by groups, I mean there's certain stocks that take the brunt of the hits. When things are going bad, shoot, everybody's going bad. I mean, so you can't – don't put well, your money all in one stock market uh, or one stock that that's going to hopefully bring – Robinhood's been the worst – yeah. out there over the last three months because everybody's I, but yeah well because nobody's got anywhere to go hey can i ask you oh i got a couple things but i do too um how's robin hood making money because uh because i don't pay for any transactions or anything what's what's the what's the math behind that <laughs> they, they don't they're not making money on you okay. you're not the guy they're not the person they're making money on they're okay. making money on the person that's doing the margin investing Margin investing, that's another animal. Okay, and, okay. Um, that's, that's option trading too. Margin investing is this. Margin, margin trading is this. I have 100000 in assets. I will, take, I will be able to get a percent of that money and I will be able to buy some different options out there um, based upon my $100,000. It's like a loan, okay. but it's a very short-term loan. And Did you, you see the thing with that kid that like he was like I, I want to say he's the 18. kid that committed he 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 was did he commit suicide I believe this kid committed and, suicide and he ended up the one you're he talking ended up about with hundred like he had he a was hundred thousand dollar loss or something yes. like eight hundred but he didn't lose loss. but he didn't lose hundred thousand correct um, this kid ended up um, poorly what's informed what's the back what's the back he was poorly informed I, I don't know all he got of on it. Robin Hood he was young Robin Hood allows you to. You're literally taking a loan. Okay, boy, this is another animal, Matt. Um, okay. You're, you're talking about something. It's called option trading. Option trading is the right to buy a stock at a certain price. So for example, if I want to buy stock and uh, well, me and my oils, 
let's say I want to buy Exxon. And so Exxon says, um, you want to buy a, a certain stock at a in December, if you want to buy the stock at $60 a share or 50, it's going to cost you practically nothing because it's at in its 30s now. The closer you are to that strike price, the bottom line is this, this kid took a loan to be able to buy that kind of that option. Okay. And so what ended up happening is the kid ended up um, thinking that he lost all this money. And my understanding is he didn't lose all that money. And it money. almost was a million dollars, wasn't he it? He didn't lose all yeah. that. And so it, you can only lose what you put in. Yeah. That's the greatest thing about stock investing. You put in 10 grand, you lose 10 grand. You can't lose more. Yeah. Stock but can't you go, put in 10 grand, you could, you could. You can lose it all. But you could make a million. It, 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 you could. I'm just saying. I, I think, I'm just using. Well, here's numbers. what I believe in. Here, here's the bottom line to all this stuff we're talking about. I believe in the economics of, of our country. I believe in the global economy, and I believe America makes it run. And if you don't believe in that, then you have no business probably even listening to me. But I believe that I believe that indexing and things like that are the way to go. Um, what's happening right now? Yeah, for because you think about the average person like Matthew and me. Matthew yeah. and I? No, like me. Okay, so, thank you. Like so, Matthew and me. Yeah. Okay, thank you for That's the English language arts. Lang and actually, language just, arts. just so we know that Bob. I'm Bob, average too. Bob I'm with was, you guys. It was a literature guy. Well, then so, he could have corrected yeah. me also. But, you know, for us <laughs> who, uh, and I would say we're not illiterate in finances or math, but no, we don't our, study our it the good. way that you well, do. So we for know us. How to, we know how to pay our bills. Yeah, That's, indexing. You're ninety percent of of most Americans, actually. Most yeah. people. The problem is the problem we have today. I think in anything, and and what's good news if you're reading an article the other day, I was reading about Americans are saving more than ever. That's it, interesting because we just got the stimulus package, so people should be spending to keep things going. <laughs> the goal is so it's really interesting how people are saving more than they ever have. It's either either fear, yeah, or 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 not. But you got to look at trends. Well, you got you to study trends. You have to. What's happening right now? It's really simple. I mean, it really is simple. What's happening right now? There's a housing shortage. Plain and simple. If you don't, you don't have to get genius to figure out that housing, there's no housing out there. And as soon as you put a, a house on the market, why are there, is it gone within three to five days? It's because there's no market out there and builders aren't out there building. So what's, what does that mean? Should you buy housing stock? Should I buy Pulte and all that? Yeah, but they've run up a lot. So who benefits from it? Lowe's, Home Depot, uh, uh, RH, Restore Housing. Um, who else? Because um, everybody goes to Lowe's once they buy a house. We know that. Well, people are going to stick in their homes. <laughs> this this is what you do. And and so don't hate it. Just try to understand. Play it. it. Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with reading. I don't, I don't think anything I'm talking about is anything. I don't think it's anything revolutionary. I think you just... By the trend, I stopped yeah. buying oil stocks. And what did I stop buying? I bought Verizon. Why? Well, 5G's coming. Well, what about Marvell Technology? They were at 20. What are they now? 30-something. I just started buying companies that I believe that were in the right place at the right time. And that's all you do. There's nothing – I don't think I'm doing anything difficult, which is which kind of throws me well, off sometimes say, why it's that hard. It's well, not that hard. Not to not to totally push back on that comment. I don't I think that you're not <laughs> doing anything push difficult back. assuming that you have you're been. interested in it. And this is the thing about most people 
that I know they're in, they're busy doing other things and interested in other things and they want to have the outcome that you would have after all the reading you've done but they don't want to do the reading because it's work to them to you I don't know if you're lucky I don't know if you're just whatever but you just have an interest in this stuff that most people don't and that's kind of why I thought of this episode as being the art and math because part of any kind of art that I've ever seen is somebody taking a nuanced interest in something that nobody else was paying attention to and they took it to a different level and people only appreciate it when they were successful at it or when they were good at it. And that's the only time people take notice of it. Otherwise, you're just kind of the, the nobody in the background. But I think a lot of artists want to be somebody as soon as they as soon as they get doing something. That's the whole idea is to be somebody now. And and I think that's uh something that you have said now repeatedly throughout this podcast, which is if you're, if you're getting in it to, to do that, then you're basically may as well go to Vegas is the way I interpreted it. You know, I've been lucky for 20 years then Matt. Um, there's nothing that I've done is anything. I, I'm not some multimillionaire several times over, but I've made money just basically on reading. Um, What's the trend the past couple of years or even the last five years? If I if I I couldn't pick up an article in CNBC or anything that didn't talk about 5G. Here comes 5G. Here comes 5G. Um, so who's big into 5G? Well, like I was telling you, Marvell Technologies was big. Verizon's really big. AT&T, careful. AT&T is spread over so many pieces. Heck, they're down to 28 bucks a share. They were well over 30s. I, I wouldn't I don't touch them. Um, but Verizon, when the market took its hit in March, if you believe the market was falling apart and the world was falling apart, then who cares? Then, then wherever your money was, was going to hell. Hell, you couldn't buy a glass of water without it falling apart. So that's when I bought the Qualcomm's, the Starbucks, the Verizon's, the Marvell's, the um, uh, Oracle's. Heck, I, I started buying those. Oh, I wouldn't say blindly, but I still believed in our economy. And don't forget in this world, I mean, you can talk all you want about China. China is very strong. But as America goes, so does the world economy. And it's a big player. And it's not an ego thing. I'm yeah. not, I don't have any stake in America. Yeah. Um, besides the fact that I live here, I guess. But, um, but if you really believe that the world was going to hell, then you might as well put your money in a mattress and hit it in gold. Yeah. Because, you know. Everybody talks, here comes inflation. Everybody, don't get caught up in that crap. That's, that's a waste of time. If you try to run with trends, you're going to get lost. And if you don't know what's going on, you're going to get even more lost. I don't even chase those trends. Do you think that, yeah, so it sounds like you would, if you see the herd going one direction, do you think going the other direction is a, a, a necessarily a better thing? Or is it just like... Well, the herd could or, be chasing a cliff. Or sit on the sideline. The herd could be <laughs> chasing a cliff and then they're all off. Yeah. Um, you you got to you gotta trust in yourself. And I think that comes with time and reading. And reading. Yeah. It really what does. Do you, where See, are your go-to yeah. for reading? Like when you say that. I love CNBC all... and Bloomberg. Okay. Bloomberg uh, has some Good of the best stuff. CNBC is a great place to go. Um, but, you know, caution. Here's a big caution. Um, there's some great money magazines for entertainment out there. Um, <laughs> like Jim Cramer. Kramer is hilarious. I love listening to Kramer. He's interesting. He puts on CEOs of different people, AMD. He brings out, you know, City Group is, or City Bank is coming out. Uh, their CEO is retiring. Here comes another person and they're making a big deal because it's a female. Now, please, I'm great that it's a female. 
Um, but it's it's an entertainment show. If I mm -hmm. if I took a dollar for every time they said buy this stock, well, it already gone up, yeah. and, and and you know the upside isn't as much as it was. What do you was think of Dave Ramsey? Ago. I know I know a lot of people who listen to Dave Ramsey. What do you think of him? Those guys have a lot of knowledge. They read a lot. They they give you a lot of information, but don't. Don't think for any chance they're not doing it for the money and okay. they're doing the things for, but they're good, Matt. They really are. They're, they're not, they're not and he's ignorant more of people. A conservative, like very much. Guy. And they're not, they're not ignorant people. They know a lot of what's going on. But if I want to know what's going on and say, Oh, here, here we go again, oil. I'm going to go read the oil journals. I'm going to read those. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody says oil's dead. Well then stop driving your car and get on your bike. Oil is going to go away eventually. It's not going away. It's not not in our generation. Yeah. Um, and if you and if you decide to stop driving your car and get on your bike, that means that you're taking a stance to push. That's great. The future. And I think but, it's great you know. because I have I have weaned myself away from oils just simply because there's no money to be made in them. Yeah. Right now, I don't. If, I, if somebody says, "Should I buy an oil stock right now?" Um, I go after more Marathon Petroleum. Still sitting at thirty. Yeah, you've said that countless I'll, times. You know, but that's a value. To me, when we would talk at school, it was like, yeah. That's but that's value investing. You got. Am I doing growth? or Am I doing value? So value means is there an opportunity for it to grow, regardless of some fundamentals? Is there some? Is there is there a chance that people have just thrown the baby out with the bathwater? Uh huh. And I was the first. I was probably a perfect example of what you're talking about too, because I remember it was probably twenty. It was maybe 2017 and i came to you and i said what do you know about bitcoin and you and you're just bitcoin. like i don't know much because i don't really have any interest in that and you gave me a bunch of reasons about why you didn't have interest in that and you and you and it was, i was basically I, I didn't know enough about it to and and you said give you maybe good information so i just, there, away I just don't I just I'm not into it, and you're still not into it, are you? Uh, no, you are. not at all. Oh, and as we're talking right now, I'm looking at what is Bitcoin? What's Bitcoin at today? Ten two, ten ten one. It's in in in. Somebody say, hey, it was at six thousand a few months ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I and you know, it was like, at twenty thousand at the end of that you know, year, and then we watched yeah. it tank to three. And here's the thing, too. When you talk to people, you can discredit anybody you're talking to. Anybody, me, anybody, Warren Buffett, you can knock the crap out of him. Yeah. But here's the facts, and you can you can't get away with it. Don't invest in something you don't know what you're uh, what it's about. Don't get into something you don't know what it's about. Just because somebody said it's something you should do, that's your money. At the end of the day, you should know what you're putting your money into. You know, you guys are doing investing in rental properties and things like that. You understand that. You've got background kind of. experience. Well, you you've got, got your father in yeah, it. Right. You've got you got your family are, yeah. in it. Your sister's helping managing all that stuff. You got some experience in that. Um, I'm looking into some of that myself right now. I've done a little bit in the past, but I haven't recently, you know, until I get knowledge of stuff, I just don't do it. And that doesn't mean I'm right or wrong. It just means I don't have that level of comfort. Everybody's got to go with their level of comfort. You work hard for that dollar and it doesn't make sense just to piss it away and give yeah. it to somebody and say, Hey, I trust you. No, 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 no. You don't trust anybody. And you, when you're investing in somebody like a, uh, Edward Jones, a fidelity, uh, Schwab or that, they better have some fiduciary responsibility. And what fiduciary means is they are in your best interest, not theirs. 20 years, 15 years ago, Fidelity would say, hey, I wouldn't do that Vanguard fund. I would do Fidelity's fund. It's the same thing. They still do that and they'll show you that, but they don't push it as much. Yeah. So 
you got to have a level of trust. Only invest in those things that you know. If you don't understand the business, you should not be in it. Yeah, do you got to be willing it. to do some. And that really you got to do some just homework. Applies to every damn thing you yeah. do. Like I wouldn't like, and, and this is another thing to to any or artist. have a partner that's willing to do it. Or, or that, <laughs> that's or right. That. That's exactly right. And I, 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 I haven't gotten beaten up in the stock market. Um, I can tell you, I've made more than I've lost. Um, I'm no genius, um, but I read and I. I so I was going to say the art of math, but it almost sounds like your message is the art of reading. Yeah. And researching. I mean, anybody I can guess, do it. Go ahead, Denise. Yeah. I was thinking about um, even when Matthew, we came back from that road trip this summer, you know, and the, and he finally asked me after, how'd you plan all of that? And I said, I did research I for. I just got in the car, Bob. Yeah. I did so much research on how long it would take, how much it was going to cost, estimating gas, estimating points I needed if I was going to do, you know. And so what that tells me, too, from what you were saying is um, the research that I do to make a three week road trip happen. That's also the amount of research I have to do if I want to grow my money. You got to be responsible. It, It takes think about how much you make an hour and break it down. And break it down. Well, and a lot are you of willing to do that? Do, yeah. And they do that less now than ever because I'm kind of bad about that. But I would say with the Amazons of the world, like it's very easy. Like, I, you know, uh, I heard someone say just today, um, I've been staying up too late and I get a little delirious and I buy stuff. And it's like that that's what has been set up. I know. I'm sure that Amazon has had that conversation before at their in their corporate meetings. Because it was like they in go, the 80s. Let's just be available 24 seven because somebody's going to stay up late and they're going to get that whatever. What do you call it? impulse impulse buy or whatever? You know, it's like when you used to buy it's off the infom- yeah. infomercials or call the one one nine hundred. And I bought some shit off of that in the 90s. I remember, and you had to work for that. You had to call in, and then you had to like. Give you know, read it off. And tell you them did buy some weird stuff. Yeah, I, I bought some that. like some crazy wax that, that was from my car. <laughs> do <laughs> cars even need wax and, anymore? And, and the I thought they, the, were, they don't even need wax yeah, anymore, do they? They're no. already coming factory. <laughs> and, and the weird part about the commercial, they had some like Aussie dude that was selling it, and and and, and turtle wax. Oh, no, no. I can't remember what Turtle the wax, wax. Oh, my God. Did they even make that anymore? <laughs> well, he did it. S.G. Johnson or something. S.G. Johnson. He lit it on fire. He had long hair. Yeah, and he lit it on fire, and he put this blaze <laughs> over it and just did this whole thing. And I was like thinking, that's amazing stuff. In case my car gets lit on fire, I'm safe now. You know? like, <laughs> which happens thing- frequently, of course. <laughs> yeah. The other thing you bought was uh before we go way off the wire here but um you bought that ab thing oh yeah it was called uh it was an electroshock oh, i've seen that and it would just sit there and zap the hell out of it god i kept thinking what are you doing but you thought you were okay well so would you invest in that would you if somebody came out of the stock would you invest in that T- knowing what i know now or knowing what i thought and that's then. the key to investing yeah. is it sustainable yeah. Our company is sustainable. That's when you invest in a stock. Um, recently, they changed uh, the uh, the Dow, Dow 30. There's 30 stocks that make up Dow Industrial. They're supposed to be representative of the economy. That's what the S&P 500 is, which I look at the S&P 500. I don't watch the Dow that much. But, you know, companies like that don't make it. Salesforce, those companies, they're big into computing. They're solutions-based company. They help uh, integrate your own systems and, and 
thanks to all those new systems, you can get all the robocalls you ever dreamed of. But, oh, um, you know, even those companies have replaced Ex- Exxon got knocked out of the Dow. They already had Chevron. There's no need to keep them in there. So they're out. Um, but, you know, I still go back to the tried and true investing of the last 40, 50 years. Invest what you know and stick with those companies. And if you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. Robinhood is big. If I took the top five stocks, Matt, when you and I were talking back in April, March, April, when all this COVID stuff kicked in, the big stocks that were taking the attention to all the uh, Robinhood investors were companies like Facebook, Netflix, all these people were trading in them and they were running them up. Be careful what you're doing. If you're only doing it because everybody else is doing it, then you're momentum trading, which isn't bad either because I've done that as well. I've momentum traded stocks I understand, but I also still do my range trading. I say like if this company can trade within an $8 to $10 range, if there's more downside than upside, I don't touch it. What I mean by that is if it's trading close to its top of its range, I don't touch it. And there's way there's tools to do that. So stay away from company. If you're like for example, if there's a company that's trading at $40 and they've traded as high as 50 and as low as 30, I will look at their trade range over the last 50 to 100 days. And maybe their trade range is somewhere between 38 and 48. If it starts getting to that 48 number, I'm getting a little weary, especially in this environment. So you got to take into account what's going on right now. Is there more upside than downside? That's the million dollar question. And most people are going, what the hell is he talking about? Don't do it. Stay with passive investing. Index fund investing is not bad. It is not bad at all. In so fact, I put my you, wife's stuff in it right now. If you're the person that is not at all really interested in investing, but you have $500 and you want to try to get ahead someday, you would say index funds. Always. Okay. There's only 1% of the population that likes doing this type of insane stuff. Okay. Okay. And that 1%, there's a percent in there that, that is makes so it, crazy. Yeah, right. I'm just an average, everyday Joe that likes to be that 1%. I love doing it. I love the art of it. I love the trade of it. I love the studying of it, the numbers. It's what I enjoy. Well, and I guess that's the thing about the electro abs that I ordered. If you really think about it, that's what it was called. The electro abs. I wanted to get abs without having to do anything. I wanted to sit on the couch and have it send this electro shock and make the abs for me. So if that's what you want, index and index investing, then right? I mean, everybody it, wants it, to be rich, right? Right. Everybody <laughs> wants to be rich, every but nobody wants to really do too much. And on education salaries, that's that's even more probably important. Yeah, and artist salaries even even yeah. more. Correct. Correct. Even less. Um, even more. Or even. So less. what what does that tell you? What does that really mean to you? Here's 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 what this all says to you. Start trading as often as you can, as much as you can. Somebody says we well, should always put ten percent away. No. Screw that. There's times in my life I could put 30 and 40%. My Do wife it. right now is putting half of her salary right into her 401k. So if you can do it, do it. Do That's it. What you're saying. Do it. Don't, don't sit there and say, I got to do it. Don't do that. And, and more bad decisions have been made out of envy and, and want. Hmm. What's that from Scrooge? Ignorance and want. That's the doom of, um, of, of mankind. Yeah. Don't worry about what, what, what next door neighbor is doing. You don't have a clue of how bad their finances are. Yeah. Right. And most people still don't save enough. The average person, by the time they retire, said they'll have about two to 300,000. I say you need two to two and a half, three million dollars to retire. Yeah. So how far is that? 
they've got 10%. So I'm a, either I'm way wrong or they're way right or they're way wrong. Yeah. And, and I'm right. I'm <laughs> telling you, I, I know I'm right. I, I've seen it. And I'm telling you, I, I think 2 million is a good number to have. And to this day and age, you're sitting here on September 11th in 2020. I think a good number is about $2 million. Not that you have to have it right then, but if you have an annuity that's coming in yeah. or some type of pension, um, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to divide your, what, by the time you retire, if you're 65, add 20 years to your life, there's your 2 million. Right. Man. It doesn't, it's I mean. Quick. Yeah. I mean, greed yeah. is good, folks. I mean, there's nothing bad with money. Yeah. I, I like doing it. I think it's. Well, Too many people look down the road and say, you know what? I'll worry about it later. Hey, later creeps up fast. And I, and I think a lot of people misinterpret the meaning of greed in that in that regard, too, because they think that it means you don't care about other people. That's not what you're saying. But how can, and I guess this goes to a new age kind of, I don't know if it's a millennial thing, but how can I take care of you if I don't know how to take care of myself? Well, kind of thing. don't forget, millennials true. are it always kind of true. But and the millennials are what? Age of 23 to 29 right now, somewhere in that age. Yeah, maybe. Maybe even a little older, even some of them. Are they? I think. I don't know. They, they I thought find, 29 they was the top. generation slightly different. But, but it's yeah. easy to say I don't worry about it when I don't have it. I mean, it's easy to say that. It's a good excuse. Um, I, I've had in-laws and friends and family say, you know what? Um, you can't take it with you. Uh, that's a good answer for saying I'd rather be irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, all I know is I've had a father who was very ill and he had, he had to be in a nursing home for a few years. He had a beautiful home. Maybe that's what it's for. I don't know. Yeah. But all I know is I don't want to work the rest of my life uh, worrying about stuff like that. Just be responsible with what you're doing. I think you put your money away and you just stick it. I think if right now, if I had to give a, a 10 second synopsis, a good, total stock market index from Vanguard or Fidelity is the way to go. And eventually, I mean, someday I, I, I mean, I can give you those. Yeah, no. Symbols, I, and I mean, and actually, the ones that go with. There, I know a few people specifically who are going to ask me spe specific questions about this. So maybe, maybe I'll just go, Hey, we can go to a happy hour sometime. And Bob can, Bob, we happy to talk. I, I'm not you're always, you, you're usually happy to talk about this stuff. I, I, I the numbers are there. I mean, yeah. You can look at the numbers all you want right now. Total stock market index of Vanguard's, uh, damn it, I don't have the symbol in front of me. I want to say TSAIX and Fidelity's FSAIX, but I can't remember. Um, they're right now around 10 to 16%. Yeah. Holy crap, you give me 10%, I can double my money every seven to eight years? Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. If I can start doing it at the age of 24, put 100,000 away, another eight years, I'm 32. Yeah. There's 200, another 200, I'm 400 when I'm close to 42. Then I'm another eight years after that. I'm 50. And I mean, it doesn't take long. And that's the money you just right there in your 20s. So that would be the art of yeah, math. Yeah, that's the art of math <laughs> happening right there. All right. But we, uh, so, I think I'm ready for my top three. Okay. So, and I want to note something that Bob did naturally, what you always do at the end of every episode. He did it naturally. If I can give you the 10 second thing, he already did that. So, well, that's the combo probably you to, of your uh, teaching mind. To summarize real quick and yeah. then... If there's anything to take away from this, take this. Mathematical mind um, too. All right. Yeah. So go ahead, do your top three and then... and You then, can elaborate or... I, I'm not going to spit in on it because I don't... I, I already know what the top one seems to be for okay. this. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And, uh, and then we can close it up. 
Yeah, I have to write things down to process if oh, you didn't fine. notice. Ask but me anything. yeah, I'm a, a couple either note or I don't. So we always end every episode with kind of three major takeaways that we have come to from the conversation or um, something that maybe has reaffirmed things that we thought prior, right? For me, it was actually all well, two out of the three are are new takeaways, I guess. But the first Um, Just in regard to the type of stocks to invest in, kind of investing for dummies to me is invest in an index stock and try to leave it in there for at least three to five years. A total stock market index, total stock market index. Don't go sector. You do sectors like real estate and um, energy. So would that be the the realty? It's TS, like here, I can give you, there's there's different ones out there. Throw a couple of big, throw a couple of big ones out there for for the total dummies. Um, I would do (laughs) uh, like VTSMX is a good one. VFINX is a good one. Um, These are all Vanguard. It's basically they're spreading your money across Across all of the- Remember the S&P 500. It's just what I just said. Mm -hmm. 500 stocks. Right. Those are leading stocks in those sectors. And and by the way, just uh, as a side note, uh, Bob does this as a a club with sixth graders. And what the the funniest part of the year that you will get is when a damn seventh grader who was a sixth grader last year comes in- and starts talk because they get to stay in it throughout the course of their three years in middle school. They come in and they are debating stocks like we would debate football and basketball. And it's hilarious. Well, but- and then see them in 20 years when they've all invested <laughs> in their, uh, they're driving up in their, you know, yeah. fancy car or something. Of this, right. Um, okay. My second takeaway was um, if you are choosing well, actually, however you approach your investing, be prepared to read at least one to two hours on per holding each per stock, stock right? You have. Yes. If you want to own, like I own probably anywhere between 20 to 26 securities stocks. Well, can I? Uh, so I read. So one to two hours per holding <laughs> per day or per week? Per week. Per week. Per week. Mm-hmm. So I have like 20. I, I told you I don't sleep much. I'm going to read her her last one. Her last one says, save as much as you can. As often as you can. As often as you can. Well, it's because you never know what's going to happen in your life. I mean, you guys are both in education. My wife and I are, I'm education. I used to be in business, but she was in, she's a commercial real estate. What happens if I lose my job? Or she does. Can I still save 10%? No, I can't save that. Am I saving 10% now? Hell no. I'm saving close to 40 and 50%. Yeah. That may not last forever. Yeah. So and the I reason can, why you're saving forty and fifty now is because you think that maybe I may not be able to. Yeah. And 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 if I am, that means I get to save more now, invest more now, retire sooner. And the ultimate goal isn't necessarily to retire. The ultimate goal is to feel secure. People get so caught up in in retiring. I'm not worried about retiring. I'm worried about just feeling secure. And and it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of fear of failure. And a little fear of being poor. Yeah. I grew up poor. And so I don't want to be poor anymore. I, I, You know, if you had to do a takeaway today, Matt, the best thing to do is get a total stock market index fund. Get that fund. <laughs> Put your money into it now. Close your eyes. Do it. Um, if you don't know anything about investing, th- that's the safest place to put your money because if, the, if, if all goes to hell, okay, because don't forget there's two different markets. Okay, there's a stock market and there's the economy. 
the economy, what you don't hear is Dave and Jim's uh, barn where they sold all these great things. See, people don't realize there's two there's two different markets out there. And there's a big difference right now. We didn't talk about that, but that's really important to know. You Every day you get on the news, you read about things that are going bad. And what you don't realize is there's a stock market that keeps going up and people are going, how's that possible? When all these people are unemployed, 9 10% unemployment. What's happening is what you don't see is that the total stock markets, the stock market, the stocks that make up the the, the five, the big thousands of stocks that are out there, three or four thousand stocks, three thousand stocks plus, that market is existing in some level or fashion. But Tim's Hair Salon, Jimmy's Barbecue Joint, they're going out of business. Steinmart, uh, Lucky Brands. Uh, all these companies are going out. They're not even. Damn, damn, Lucky Brand's going out of business? Lucky Brand, man, my jeans. I got to go find some. I got to go find some new jeans and well, cool I, T-shirts. I already ordered about four pairs yesterday. Actually, I did. <laughs> um, as I'm looking. Actually, I ordered them two pair, two days ago. My wife ordered them for me. Um, so seriously, Matt, that, that's the problem. And people, there's two different markets. I'm investing in the stock market that's existing. I'm not investing in Jim and Joe's. Okay. And there, there's, there's a big difference. And people are going, how can the market keep going up? You're looking at two different pieces, two different animals. So realize that there's two different animals. There's the real economy and there's the stock market economy. Yeah. That people got to realize that because that's the big difference because stock market, it well, depends on what's going on out there. All right. So I guess then I will, I'll go ahead and wrap it up in the sense of th- there's a, there's a creative bit to anything you want to do. You want to be a painter. You want to be a filmmaker. You want to be uh, uh I don't know, whatever, whatever kind of artist you want to blow glass. I don't, I mean, you're going to have to not just do the research and do the practice and put in the effort to, to be able to get to that. Or total stock market index. So I guess in short, we've got our three rules now are sort of like three, if you're just new to it and and if you're curious about more of this stuff, I guess shoot us an email and I'll pass it along to Bob. <laughs> no, I, seriously, we do talk about it all the time. It's just, and I'm, I usually am playing catch up. Whenever I hear you talk, I'll go, all right, let me try to keep up. It's, it's good exercise. For me, it's, it's good exercise. Well, let me, look, I got I to gotta understand what he's saying. So everybody looks like a genius when the market's going up. It's those that do their research and those that do their homework a little bit. And if you can't do that, then stick to a total stock market index fund. AT or ETF, ETF fund, and, and you'll be fine. You'll, you really will. And if it goes down, then you know what? Everything else was going down. Yeah. Because they're inside those funds. And stuff. Yeah. And so you, you really. You're, well, I appreciate you uh, agreeing to under the, uh, <laughs> under the circumstances, agreeing to be on the podcast. And Only I, for you guys. Well, only for it's you guys. much appreciated, friend. And uh, we'll do it again because I'm sure people are going to have some questions. Happy to. All right. Anytime. Adios.